Every little thing you think that you need. Every little thing you think that you need. Every little thing that's just feeding your greed. Oh, I bet that you'd be fine without it. Howdy, what's your name? Hi, I'm Jacob. Hey, Jacob. Where are you from? I'm from Huntsville, Alabama. I've lived in Nashville. Uh, yeah, some Huntsville folks. Nice. Um, but I've lived in Nashville for the past five or six years. So cool. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. And by the way, we'll have time for one more question after Jacob. I'm, I'm really sorry to the rest of the people online. We tried our best to get to the full six, and, and we will. Okay. Um, so I think for me, minimalism applies uh, on a personal level of what I should do. Um, kind of day-to-day and what my priorities should be. Uh, it sounds like it is that way for you all as well. And it sounds like, too, that your life had a different trajectory than mine. You got to a, a, a level of success um, and then were able to step away from that or say no to that. Um, so I'm thinking, I guess, two things. One is folks who don't get to that level of success um, but still are minimalists, uh, how, how can we allow more folks to get to that level of success so then that they can turn down that level of success to become minimalists? Is there a uh, either political philosophy or you know, religious philosophy, some broader um, organization that would allow people to, to achieve so that they can refuse to achieve? So, so is there like an ideology or, yeah. or yeah. welcome to our cult, everybody. <laughs> um, Jess will be handing out the Kool-Aid. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so, so I think, I think the, well, Ryan and I both took a detour toward a meaningful life. That is like a, a good book title, someone write or a blog title or something. Um, Anyway, uh, and it really felt that way. And so what you're, what you're, if I were to reframe your question a little bit, what I might say is um, uh, the way you put it is like we had something we, that we had to walk away from in order to find that. And so what I would say is we all, yes, we all need something to walk away from. Now, it doesn't have to be the, the six-figure salary. It doesn't need to be the corporate life. It doesn't need to be the... I literally had a white picket fence. Um, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be that. But yes, we're walking away from something that, is, that, that we want to avoid, really. And I, I think that for me, that was, the, the, that was actually, what I was walking away from was continuing to walk in that direction because I saw where it led. As I got closer to the guys I aspired to be like, uh, and, and they were 20 years older than me, 25 years older than me, I really wanted to be the, the COO of this organization I worked for. And I realized if I busted my ass for the next 20 years, I'd be just as miserable as the guys I aspired to be like. And I wanted to walk away from that. Uh, I think it can also mean just walking away from the desire. Earlier in, in the regular podcast, we were talking about... Um, uh, we were talking about the having, man, I lost my train of thought. That sucks. Um, uh, we, we were talking about um, when, when we, fuck, man. I got your back. Thank you. Take it. You're welcome. No, I'll um, pick it back up in a moment. Yeah, I know you. I, I know it'll come back. Um, <laughs> you must be rebooting right now. 
We got the screen of like the Josh is actually a robot that I built when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, I gave you a lot too. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude. Uh, okay, so the desire that you're talking about this comes from it's it's from advertisements, whether it's in a movie, TV show, or commercial. I mean, it's all ads or what creates needs. They used to fulfill a need, like pre World War II, but then you know post post industrial age, like now it is it is creating a need that really isn't a need. So, you know, I think what Josh and I are doing is, is we are trying to help people see all these things that, that you feel like you need, you may, you may actually not need them. You might actually need only the things that you have right now to be happy. And what I'll say, dude, is we, Josh and I do not talk against success. If you want to go out and make a million bucks, go do it, dude. Like, I, I totally encourage you to do that. Uh, you know that a million dollars isn't going to make you happy. But, of course, we all want to just try it out for ourselves to make sure that it doesn't buy happiness. <laughs> it would be nice to find that out for right. myself. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't have to tell you that you don't want to live Charlie Sheen's life. I don't have to tell you. And I could sit here and give you a million. You don't want to be Bobby Brown. I mean, I'm just saying. And I don't have anything against these people. But there are obvious things in, like these people's lives that we see who do have it all and we would not trade our life for theirs, uh, 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 you know, ever. So Josh and I are trying to be that example. And no, like from, uh, from, our, from our stories or there isn't like this magic bullet thing that I can say that's going to like wipe every single uh, desire away. Um, but what I'll say is that if you're doing things in your life that are not in alignment with your values and beliefs, it doesn't matter if you're a millionaire or if, if you're homeless, you're gonna be really, really unhappy. And that's what, yeah. that's what Josh and I are really, really trying to communicate. To be. It's, not about, it's not about, oh, don't go work for a corporation. Don't make six figures a year, that's wrong. It's, it's when that becomes the primary driver and you forsake the closest people around you and all of those values and beliefs for that, like that is when it becomes an inherent problem. So go get rich, dude, but don't forsake your values and beliefs along the way. That was good. All right, we are over on time, but we will try to get through this last question here. Howdy, what's your name? Where are you from? Hello, my name is Julia. I'm originally from Tampa. Um, my husband and I came down from Fort Campbell this evening. Thank you. Um, but I... <laughs> so... Um, I hear you talk a lot about being very intentional and mindful about your material consumption. Um, I want to maybe ask a question in a slightly different direction. Um, given the recent political environment, um, there are a lot of times in the last year where I've turned on television or scrolled through the news and I don't exactly know what's going on in the world um, and it kind of concerns me a lot. Um, I felt a lot better when we unplugged the TV, but I still have a hard time making sure that I'm staying informed. Why do you want to stay informed? What do you want to stay informed about? Well, just about, um, you know, staying in tune with what's important, but not being bombarded by things, you know, whether it be through the internet or through the radio. Yeah. Um, any way that we are kind of force-fed information in our daily lives. Um, so I guess my question to you is how do you kind of manage that and be intentional about what you're consuming through your information 
um, while still being just a, an informed citizen, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're often called consumers, which seems like the worst insult you could, you could, you could, le you could just pile onto me. You could call me a whole bunch of things, but uh, when someone calls me a consumer, it's like, it's like, I almost feel like I have like a, a barcode on me or something. Um, you said something really intentional. Yeah, right, right. Um, you said something really interesting about the um, staying in tune with the important things, right? And so the subtitle of our documentary is a documentary about the important things. And during the talk earlier, I said minimalism is the thing that gets us past the things so we can make room for life's most important things. And generally, that's not, the, that's not infotainment. And, and I mean that very sincerely. There's a way for us to get news that doesn't involve the, the, the traditional ad. I mean, I think one of the biggest reasons we have the political environment that we have today, and uh, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, it's divisive. And one of the reasons for that is you have a lot of channels that are divisive. And the reason that they're divisive isn't because it's, they've decided they just wanted to be divisive. It's because they realize they get more viewers and the more viewers they get for, it's just like professional wrestling at this point. Um, our president was part of professional wrestling. Um, and that's not a comment on him, it's just a fact. Uh, and, and, and so what, what I've learned is that like, it's ramping up the um, suffusiveness of, of like, of I have to be, I have to, I have to one up the, the um, other people on the other channel. If I'm on Fox News, I have to say you know, bad stuff about Team Blue. And if I'm on MSNBC, I have to say bad things about Team Red. And that's going to increase my viewership. And why do I want to increase my viewership? Well, it's not to get more truth out there. It's to get more advertising dollars. And, and if that's the only reason that we want to increase our, our viewership, then by, by tuning into that, we're actually fueling in, we're fueling the, the ad, or the, the revenue model that, that all of that's based on. Now, can we eschew that? Can we find relatively neutral platforms? Yeah, there, there are plenty out there. There's alternative news now, and I don't mean that with the new use of the word alternative. Um, <laughs> But, but there, there, are, there are news outlets that are relatively unbiased and, and, and they're, un, they're non-traditional. So whether that's podcasts or public radio or certain websites and blogs, finding and navigating our way around to take in the useful things, that's what's going to lead us to the important things. So whenever you're, you're getting ready to consume some information, you gotta ask yourself, is this useful? I'm gonna put you on the spot. But you don't have to answer if you don't, if you don't want to. But, so how, I'm, I'm curious, like how do you and your family like, um, st like stay informed, but like, uh, how do you manage all the chaos that is going on in the world? Like how do you, how do you manage that with your family? <laughs> it's sort of a popular topic at our household and my wife and I disagree uh, quite a bit, at least with the way that we act around the news. And I, I personally believe that um, the news, our news that we have access to here is a, a really bad place to go for truthful information. So um, I just, I feel like I'm looking at propaganda all the time. And the, the only way to get facts is to 
uh, really put the scholarly cap on and, and open some like real books and read in between the lines and do a ton of research to even ha have an idea of what's going on. And so I pay attention, but I try to detach a lot from it. And my way of dealing with that craziness is realizing that there's only so much stuff in the world that I can control that I'm looking at out there anyway. And personally, I've made some decisions in my life over the last um, six, seven years that have to do with some massive change internally. Um, I put down uh, alcohol years ago and that took so much freaking work to do that that I didn't really have time to worry about much else. And I think my point in saying that is just that uh, if I worry about ch uh, changing me for the better, I feel like that's the best way for me to handle what is going on out there. And so, love that. Um, I am so with you. I am a news junkie. I love the news. <laughs> and it's fun. I was having this conversation with Josh a few months ago. And... Um, I love the news because I, I like to stay informed, but there is this like really weird thing I have when I watch the news. Like anytime I get a new piece of information, whether it's you know child res rescued from well or you know the the most recent you know uh, shooting or whatever it is, like every time I get those little glimpses, for some reason there's like this feeling I would get like I'm informed and I know what's going on but talking about this with Josh he he's like dude what why do you go to the news I'm like well same reason you did I like to stay informed um and I you know I like to like to see the breaking news um you know right when it happens and he's like yeah but when have you ever saw breaking news that you were glad that you saw and it, it really that question really hit me it was like Oh yeah, like I don't ever feel good from watching the news and anything that is ever breaking. And I'm because they pretty much use breaking in quotes now. I mean, it doesn't mean anything. It's a, it's a twenty four hour emergency, constant emergency. <clears throat> right, and it's their job to make us feel that way. So uh, what I did is um, I, I still do uh, I still do stay informed, um, but I, I don't have any more news apps on my phone. Um, I, I really try to remind myself when I twitch for the news that whatever's on there, I'm going to find out if it's really that important, I'm going to find out through Twitter, or, you know, through a friend or family member. And it's, it's not going to, it's, it's a distraction is what I really have to be honest with myself. So I think there is a balance between staying informed and just being a constant news junkie. Um, but you know, deleting the apps, just being very being very focused on the, the entertainment that you consume in general. Because you said, like, one of the problems is you want to get the news, you turn on the TV. Well, along with the TV comes commercials for products and commercials for other shows. And, and if you're like me, it's just, all of a sudden it just stays on like a fireplace. And then all that stuff starts seeping into my subconscious. So, no, like, uh, Mariah and I, we do not have cable. Like, it's, we're at the hotel right now, and I'll, I'll, I'll do the same thing. I'll flip it on. Oh, I'll just see what's on the news real quick. And then, yeah, two hours later, I'm like, oh, what am I doing? Like, I am sitting here wasting all this time. So be deliberate with the entertainment that you take in. Um, so instead of, instead of TV, maybe you start getting your news through Twitter. You start following new news organizations there. But incorporating things like that um, will, will help you get a wrap on that media consumption.
Thank you. Thank you. Every little thing you think that you need. Every little thing you think that you need. Every little thing that's just feeding your greed. Oh, I bet that you'd be fine without it. Every little thing that you gotta have. Every little thing that you gotta have. You gotta reach for and you gotta grab. Oh, I bet that you'll be fine without it. So tear your eyes away, or tear.